The summer months are often a time when families travel together, perhaps vacation, a family reunion, or just a quick trip to grandma's house. These road trips can either be miserable or days when wonderful memories are made. What a picture of all of life. We are just passing through this world and families must learn how to enjoy the Lord and one another as we make the journey together. We are taking a summer road trip through the book of Philippians, the book of Christian joy, and discovering principles to help our homes. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. Tell me about your family. Very often someone will say that to me or I've said that to someone else. Uh, what if you, listener, had to tell me all about your family today? What, what would you say about it? How would you describe it? Philippians chapter 1 gives us a picture of what a gospel family looks like. I wonder, is your family a gospel family? Uh, Philippians 1 emphasizes repeatedly the gospel. Uh, we've learned that in a gospel home, a gospel family, first, each member has exercised their own faith in the gospel message, their own faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. And then we learn that each member of the family is enjoying the fellowship that we have in the gospel. So we're growing in the grace and knowledge of Christ. We're talking about spiritual things. We're taking the next step of the Lord. But then there's one other thing I want to give you today, and that is this, that each member is engaged in the furtherance of the gospel. Now listen to verse number 12. He says, But I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which happen unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel. Think of this. Paul said it's one thing to know you've put your own faith in the gospel. It's another thing to really be enjoying the fellowship that you have in the gospel. But now we're getting outside of ourselves. Now we're getting out of just our own need and rejoicing that we are saved. Now we're engaged in furthering the gospel message to other people. How does that relate to our families? Well, I can tell you that the greatest enemy in every home, in every home, the greatest enemy is selfishness. Nothing brings dissension, disunity, discord like the self-life. When we begin to live self-centered existences, uh, when we start to think it's all about us, immediately it brings problems into a family. All right, so if the greatest enemy is selfishness, what's the greatest weapon? The greatest weapon is the gospel. Because what does the gospel do? The gospel reminds you that you are a sinner and you are a needy soul. And the gospel also reminds you that it's not just about you, that God loves all people, and that God has something for every person, and that the Lord wants to work in every life. The gospel gets our eyes off of ourselves and it gets our eyes back on the Lord Jesus Christ and what is important to him. Can I tell you, one of the greatest things you'll ever do with your family is get your family engaged in furthering the gospel to other people. I think, first of all, that means that your family needs to be connected to a church family. So they need to be connected to a local assembly because uh, that is the, the means, the vehicle by which uh, the Lord Jesus is carrying out his work in this world. He gave the, the church the great commission. So if you want to connect your family to something truly wonderful, to something big and, and greater than themselves, connect them to a local New Testament church. Remember, that's where we are in Philippians 1 verse 1. It's the saints in Christ Jesus which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons. It is a local New Testament church. 
I want you to know that your local church needs your family, but your family needs the local church. And I'm afraid that as families have found so many other things to do and have begun to neglect the local assembly, we're now beginning to reap the, the awful effects of that. Your family needs what's going on in the local assembly. I'll just tell you this. Your, your family is going to face spiritual opposition and spiritual battles they cannot handle on their own. Uh, the Lord Jesus promised to the church that the gates of hell would not prevail against it. If you want to see spiritual power, you need a church family. You need a church family for accountability, for fellowship, for prayer, and that was never more true than it is at this present hour. Get your family in a local New Testament church. And then, not only should the family be connected to a church family, but then your family needs to be connected to bringing others into the family of God. Get them engaged. Uh, our, our desires, our prayers, our labor should all be connected to what God is doing in this world. What's God doing? He's bringing people to himself. It's the greatest work in the world. It's, it's the work that Jesus gave himself to, to seek and to save that which was lost. And it's the work he left us to do, and we get to be a part of it. You know, people start looking for things to connect to, to, to add value to life, to find meaning and purpose. And so they join civic groups and local organizations. Uh, they, they join their kids to ball teams and lots of uh, clubs and things like that. And I'm not on a, on a tirade against those things. Those things are fine in their place. But I want to tell you today on the authority of the Word of God, there's nothing any greater your family could be a part of than what God is doing in this world through the local New Testament church. It's what Jesus died for. He gave himself for the church. He's the founder. He's the builder. He's the head of it. It is his work. So if you want your family connected to Christ, then your family needs to be connected to the church. It's, it's silly to say, oh, well, I love that person's head, but I hate their body. Somebody said, well, that's laughable. If you really love them, you love all of them. Well, I want you to know Christ is the head, the church is the body, and you can't say you love the head and love Christ and you neglect the body. Engage your family in the furtherance of the gospel through the local assembly. I'll tell you how I started. Now, my parents took us to church uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, special meetings. I mean, we were there. It was never discussion at our house, and I'd recommend that to you as well. But they went a step further. We were not just attenders and spectators. We were participants growing up. When our church started a certain evangelistic outreach, try to win the lost, get the gospel out, bring people to church, my parents volunteered. They weren't in the ministry at the time. May I tell you that as a boy, that profoundly affected my life. It shaped my, my worldview, my thinking. One of the greatest things you'll do to get your kids out of themselves is get them serving the Lord. And could I recommend to you, don't just tell them to serve the Lord. Show them how and let them serve the Lord alongside you. That's where children ought to learn what it means to witness, listening to their parents' witness. That's where children ought to learn what it means to serve the Lord and minister to needy people by watching their parents do that. Let it begin in your family that each member is engaged in the furtherance of the gospel. Now, i got to tell you this, that in Philippians 1, there is not only the, the faith of the gospel and the fellowship in the gospel and the furtherance of the gospel, but there is another expression. And here's the expression. In verse number 7, he said that he was in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. And then he repeats that in verse 17. He said, knowing that I am set for the defense 
of the gospel. Could I just simply suggest to you that there's not only going to be faith in the gospel and the fellowship in the gospel and the furtherance of the gospel, but there'll be a fight if you're engaged in the gospel. It is a fight. Uh, the furtherance always comes with a fight because everything God ordains, Satan opposes. Everything the Lord is seeking to move forward, the devil's going to try to stop. And I want to tell you, it is going to be a spiritual conflict for you to, to believe the gospel, uh, to live the gospel, and to labor to get it to other people. But, dear friends, it is a fight worth fighting. In the words of Paul, when he got to the end of his own journey, it is a good fight. There's no question about it. Fight for your family. Fight for souls. Fight to have a gospel household. Preach the gospel to yourself at least once every day. Preach the gospel to one another because the gospel holds the answers to more than just heaven, to more than just the future. It holds the answers to what you're dealing with in your family right now. And then by the grace of God, get your whole family engaged preaching the gospel to as many others as possible. Adopt your neighborhood. Take your neighbors for Christ. Ask the Lord, dear Lord, help me to have a gospel family. What can you take away from this study of God's Word? Where do you need to apply truth to your own life and family? God's Word is the guidebook for this journey of life, and we sincerely pray that you will follow it. Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org for additional resources for your home and Christian life. Plan to join us again on our next study and encourage all of your family to make the summer road trip with us. May God bless you and those you love today.